Hi everyone, it's Pesh B. I'm here again inside your phone. I live here now, you specific listener. Or in your car. I could be both. Anyway, today we have the lovely, lovely Leo Logan Embers. I am so excited. We have our first male performer on the podcast today. He is such a sweetheart. You will love him. He has a big old huge cock and he has a nice smile. Leo's life born started in the summer of 2019 in Japan before he came to Australia where he has taken all the studios by storm, including old and new, and he now can be found on OnlyFans under Leo Embers doing lots of sexy things with the aforementioned huge cock and nice smile. Or if you're lucky enough and savvy enough and respectful enough, you can plan your own adventure, sexy adventure, with him at Ivy Society under Leo Embers. I'm really looking forward to this episode and I really hope you are too. So please enjoy. I know that I will. Hi Leo. Hey Gumpash. I am excellent. Lovely to hear. I've been, I'm just trying to pick out if I could recognise any voices and moans in your intro. Um, you definitely know at least two of them. I thought I might, but I'm, I'm afraid to say in case I get it wrong now. <laughs> Who do you think it is? Okay, I know one's definitely Charlie. Yeah, one is we Charlie. We could also hear her talking. No, that's not Charlie Oh, talking. that's not Charlie. Oh, no. See, that's why I was afraid to say. No, there's a moan that's Charlie. Oh. It's Charlie so Ford. Who was talking? Was that you talking? No, it's not me talking. Who was talking? That's Katie G. Katie G. Oh, wow. I don't think you've met Katie G. Uh, we've actually done a photo shoot together. Just, <gasps> of like, course Got a really have. cute, like, 80s theme kind of thing going. Yeah, that Maria Odessi Yeah, that was the one. Thing? Yeah. No, I did know that. Of course. God, that was a while ago. And the other voice is Ivy Rose. Ivy Rose. Ah, I've met her at Sexpo. She's really nice as well. Yeah, yeah. She was at our booth at Sexpo. Yeah. So, how'd you get here this morning? This afternoon? This morning? This uh, afternoon. So, I, I drove here and uh, funny story, I forgot to tell you actually. So, Please because our weather's been so crazy lately, like we're going from like hot to cold to rain to hot again. The uh, glue that holds the mirror into my car has come undone and my side mirror has fallen out while I was driving here. <laughs> so I'm like, oh shit, caught that, put it in the side. It's, it's, it's now sitting on my, uh, on my um, what do you call it, a seat. I have words. It's now sitting on my seat waiting to be glued back in. Fun. Yeah. That sounds very fun. No crashes, that's good. On my way home this morning, I saw four different people run a red light. 
Yeah, that that's uh, par for the course. Yeah. I also ran a red light yesterday. <laughs> Very naughty. <laughs> well, it was orange before it was red. Ah. Does it count as a running a red light if it's orange when you enter? Well, it was not orange when I entered. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just was orange before that, though. Well, see, I'm a good boy. I don't think I've ever run a red light. I've run a few of them. Uh, I know where I can run red lines, I think. I drive my uh, my child that I created from nothing to daycare a few days a week and everyone runs red lights on, in certain places. Uh. So I assume it's okay if I get like the tail end of um, of my orange light. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. See, I, uh, I've so far never had a fine when driving kind of like it's a point of pride now because we've been driving for like 12 years oh yeah that's pretty good and it's like i, d- I want to keep that now it's, <laughs> it, it, it started with like oh yeah i've never had something to now i can't have something well now as well you can be a serial killer and you would not turn up as a potential suspect because you don't have a record not even a speeding ticket oh damn they say that a lot on Criminal Minds. They say, he doesn't even have a speeding ticket. You're giving me ideas. Mm, you should be a serial killer, Leo. <laughs> oh, you know, I'll have a career change. Porn starters. <laughs> actually, let's not even make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> no one will work with me ever again. Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, they, in America, they always talk about, like, on the TV shows, that they always find serial killers so hot. They always have, like, all these... They have, like, wives. Like, heaps of wives yeah. in prison. I don't know how that works, but kind of good for them maybe i guess yeah well i'm not gonna yuck someone's yum (laughs) (laughs) so how did you leo embers get a start in porn oh so um we're going back many 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 years ago well leo himself actually was we'll say born in japan but i was doing porn for about eight years before that actually what were you doing in under Um, so I've had a lot of names, including when I first started my real name. Um, (laughs) oops. (laughs) Um, so yeah, when I like first started, we'll say like, I was like in my last year of high school and so we'll say 18, 18 is good. Um, (laughs) I, I got, I was doing sugaring, uh, which I got Uh, scouted off of, uh, MySpace. So Bit, oh, that is a bit shady. Terrifying. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then that turned into porn and uh, there was like a whole lot of solo scenes and stuff. And For what company? Uh, so that's the thing is I was very inexperienced and it turns out I don't think many of them were companies. I think they were just like people's <laughs> personal thing, but they were paying me like 200 250 and I was like, oh wow, this is great money. This is so much better than the $12 I make like con- lifting concrete. Yeah. So, wow, um, that's really interesting. Yeah, so that was my start uh, back then. And then Leo, Leo was born in uh, Japan because, so um, some people here might know that I'm married, uh, but my partner wasn't comfortable with me doing sex work when we met. Like escorting? Uh, both escorting and porn. Oh, so okay, so I, the whole kitten. Yeah, brutal. I stopped completely for about eight years. Uh, then she's like, after communicating it over the years, talking about it, little... Uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for? I can never think of the exact word I want. But, like, little introductions to the world without any, like, commitment at all. Okay, like a staggered kind of yeah. dip into uh, it. She became more and more comfortable with it. And right. 
until she actually helped me create the name Leo Ambers. Okay. Uh, so Leo is just like our favorite name together. And Ambers is uh, the first, or Amber is the first attack you get in Pokemon with a Charmander. That's a fire attack. And she likes, always likens my personality to fire. So <laughs> we're massive nerds, yeah. Kind of like created Leo Ambers. And then we had to chuck Logan in there because someone else had Leo Ambers on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Leo Ember's one. Yes. Well, he hasn't used his profile since like 2012 or something. So that it's like, sucks. give me your profile. I will pay you at this point, dude. If you're listening to this, I will pay you for the name. I'll buy it. So how did you get started in Japan? I know you, you lived in Japan, right? Uh, yeah. So I lived in Japan at that time for about six months. But like I've been there for a year and a half, I guess, in total. Um, so I was doing fashion modeling and I would always, at least like twice a week, get a, like a, why can't I think of words today? An offer. (laughs) I'd get like an offer for like, um, either porn or escorting or something. And I'd always say no, because my partner wasn't comfortable with it. I'd go home, we chat about it. I talk about the opportunity that it was. And then eventually when she was comfortable, we went, okay, cool. I said yes to the next one. Um, so I think I got scouted by a company that would, uh, put me like, I guess he was like a talent scout or something right? who put me in contact with the other company. And so they were going to shoot us doing a, uh, travel documentary, a fuckumentary is what I call it through Japan. Right. So we go, we do the tourist thing, we eat here, have a hot spring and occasionally we'd fuck. Um, you and who would fuck? Uh, so whoever they introduced us to with the, uh, who, uh, the other models were. Oh, so, sorry. Um, so there's okay. me and Mac, Yonder and one, two. <laughs> so yeah, there was four of us, the guys, uh, me, Mac, who was like a big American guy who'd been living in Japan for like 20 years. He right. kind of like went over and just never went home. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, Yanderin, which was a French guy. I don't know. I don't think his name's actually French, but he was French. And Carlos, who was Japanese. Very Japanese name. Yeah, very Japanese <laughs> name. Um, so he was actually, he's actually a Japanese porn star himself. Or him and Mac were. Yandarin was just touring and got the job off of like I did. Right. And yeah, so they're going to have us do a tourist thing and then we'd like meet people and we'd fuck. But we could not actually do it in Japan because they couldn't get the uh, visa and the permissions. Right. So to walk around it, they shipped us all off to Korea. And pretended that it was Japan. <laughs> and no, no, no. We just they just shift a concept from okay, oh. instead of a fuckumentary in Japan, it's now a fuckumentary in Korea. Wow. And it was amazing. Uh also slightly dodgy if anyone's listening to this, <laughs> like um I went into these situations because I'm comfortable with taking care of myself, but Definitely do more due diligence than I did. So, me and Mac were walking around. We're like, yeah, this is definitely where they're going to take our kidneys. We've not asked enough questions to be here. (laughs) Thankfully, it was all of our fault. Was this some dude that, like, met you on the street or something? It was Um, like, hey, would you like to shoot some porn in Korea? No, I think... uh, So, he would have been at the, the, whatchamacallit, the uh, fashion shoot. So, he used to do a lot of, like, uh, summer kimonos and stuff and, like... 
basically they just put me in anything because I was white and slightly tall and muscular. Yeah. And then they're just like, yes, do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, so he was at the porn shoot and like, sorry, the porn shoot, the uh, modeling shoot. And he'd just be like, oh, hey, yeah, are you interested in doing this kind of work? But it's also a very below board because um, if you're with a, I was with a modeling agency out there. And once you do porn, your modeling agency drops you. Right. Okay. But there's so much more money in porn. Well, yeah. So, so like, everyone's just like, yeah, I'm going to do it till I get caught. So, what's like, and was that the only kind of work you did in Japan or did you do more um, than that? So, uh, not everything was completely legal, I guess, because it's right. very hard to work in Japan um, as a foreigner. Yeah. Doing any, there's a rule when you're on a working holiday visa that you're not allowed to do anything that lowers the morality of the people. Um, that's like the rough translation. Okay. So you can't serve alcohol. You, you can't serve alcohol. No, lowers the morality. Can't serve alcohol. Can't oh, really wow. work in bars. You can't do anything that a tourist usually does. Yeah. Um, so like I did a lot of like side jobs, like I'd teach English um, and I'd get a lot of um, like, so I, or I can't call it escorting. It's not technically escorting. I didn't go in there thinking it would become escorting jobs, but I do English teaching jobs and Occasionally, people would make offers and it'd be a donation yeah. and uh, you'd be okay. Right. I understand. But um, so, yeah, I did a little bit of hosting and that, like that. Uh, I did English lessons. I taught children uh, English. <laughs> I, <laughs> I worked on... Thank you for the <laughs> I worked on a bamboo farm. That was actually my favorite thing in the world. Because uh, I was just like in the middle of nowhere, uh, we're cutting bamboo and basically all I have to do is clean up old bamboo forests. So we go in, you cut down all the dead ba- and dying bamboo and you burn it. And then it gives way for the new bamboo to grow through. And it's just the most meditative, 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 meditative thing I've ever done in my life. Like it's just so soothing. You're just like one, two, three, burn one. <laughs> and when the bamboo, if you get like a good one on the fire, it like... Because the oxygen gets trapped in the channels and it goes, boom, it's like fireworks. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And uh, so at one point we're out there actually and uh, we hear like um, whistling sound. I'm like, oh, what's that? He's like, oh, that's the deer. They're calling to their mates. Uh, so they like, I can't whistle, but they'll whistle to each other. <laughs> yeah, like that. Thank you. <laughs> um, so we hear that and I'm like, oh yeah. And then the next thing I hear a child screaming and crying and I'm like, what the... And I'm like running towards it. He's like, no, no, no. It's just the deer having sex. <laughs> like, oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> I almost like run down a cliff trying to chase this. So with your stuff that you shot in Japan, mm-hmm. was your dick pixelated? Uh, so I never actually shot porn in Japan. It got shot in Korea. Oh, yeah. But was it um, sold in so, Japan? No, it was uh, sold on TV. So in uh, Korea, they don't have online porn or anything much. Oh, they didn't back then. I don't know now. But everything has to be on the adult TV channel. Wow. I'm learning so much. (laughs) So that's the interesting thing. Everything is on that. So I can't actually, I really want to see my scene. I've been trying to see my scene for years. Oh, you've not seen it. I can't because I don't have access to the Korean Korean TV channel. It's not on, like you can't like pirate Mm, it anywhere? I haven't found a way to. Wow. Um, And I'd really love to see it because my acting was terrible. (laughs) Because, so I'll start with the dick. Uh, So the dick. In Korean porn, you don't actually have sex. 
Um, so ah. you cover your dick with a sock, which is really weird. <laughs> it's like a skin-coloured stocking, and it's like everyone's just like got 20 of them in their pockets. <laughs> and you simulate sex. So you kiss and stuff, but there's never any penetration at all. So it's like, like, just like all wide angles. Uh, so... Why don't so yeah, they just kind of like angle away from the dick and you simulate the sex. There's sometimes grinding and stuff, um, but yeah, they just try not to show the dick at all because legally they can't show penis on their TV. Oh my god, so Japan gets around it by pixelating, they get around it by shooting a a different angle. Wow. Yeah. I, my mind is blown. So, like, that was... I And going there, I didn't know that. So, like, they're just, like, on the scene. They're like, oh, yeah, so you put this on your dick. I'm like, oh, uh, what? Okay. <laughs> and um, so we had translators who were usually uh, other models or YouTube stars or ones that porn star as well. And, like, they'd be our translators because they all spoke English. And the director only spoke Korean and Japanese. I spoke English broken Japanese. Um, and then you'd have the translator and like things are just being thrown and lost in translation and we had so much fun. Wow. I, I once interviewed this woman who wanted to work in porn and she was a Spanish backpacker. And at the beginning of the interview, I was like, your, your, your English is good, right? Mm. And she was like, yes. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And, like, while we were going through this interview, I was like, oh, I'm not sure that this is getting across. I don't, I'm not sure that you're understanding what I'm saying. And I'm being like, so do you enjoy anal? And she's like, yes. And I was like, how do you feel about boy, girl? And she's like, yes. Oh, and I, I was see like, where this is going. Yeah, and I was like, so you have any questions about where this is going to go online? And she was like, oh, yes. And then had no questions. <laughs> I was like... Uh, and I like brought up the the website on my phone. I was like, "This is us." And she went, "Oh no, 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 no!" no. <laughs> so I'm glad that we <laughs> we didn't discover that on set. <laughs> yeah, m- modern technology is a blessing like that. See, so, uh, Google Translate is my friend. Yeah, absolutely. So, do you like what? Like, do you watch? A fair bit of Japanese porn or? Um, not really. They do have some stuff I really like. Like, cause they tend to do a lot of taboo stuff in Japan, which I really like. Yeah. And sometimes they get a bit geeky as well, which is cool. Like, they have, like, the whole Power Rangers, uh, like, they have, like, the whole Power Ranger battle scene and the Power Rangers fall and then, like, the evil chick just rides them all. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, that looks like fun. They call it, like, a fallen hero thing. <laughs> like, that looks like a really fun kind of shit to do. It's like, I would love to work in Japan more, but uh, legality is oh, such a bitch. That's funny. Like, I wonder if there's more Japanese companies that, you know, operate outside of Japan. I know there's... um. I think it's called PetGirls.com or Pet Girls. something. I, I, I'll check that out. <laughs> yeah, but it's a, it's shot in the UK, mm. but it's like, and it's all British models, but it's like very, oh, no. No, I think it is shot in Japan, mm. but it's a British company and a British dude who flies British models to okay. it. Okay, interesting. Yeah, and they just like dress up as different kinds of animals <laughs> well, see i i like just doing different kinds of things and also i love traveling so that's yeah. more it's more that than the shooting in japan it's more the ability to travel and 
do my work in Japan that yeah. interests me. Yeah. Because uh, I just love Japan in general. Like I've not been to Japan. Totally recommend it. I've been around Europe and America quite a few times, but I've not been to Japan. Mm. Well, like, On the list. Yeah. Like some of the things we did in Korea, like for example, one of the... Um, like uh, dates and we're doing the tourist thing. They took us to karaoke. Me and Mac are like singing karaoke. And then they have the, uh, out the other model who walks in, who we're going to shoot porn with. Mm. Uh, like, um, so they'll come in and we just had fun, like doing the karaoke. And then like Max being ridden by his model, uh, while he's trying to sing karaoke. <laughs> and we're just having fun. And I'd love to do this in Japan as well. Yeah. 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 Well, the country of Japan, Please, I want you. Do you want me? Do you think that starting out in Japan set you up for the rest of your career? Uh, how do you mean? Well, like, well, I guess you said it wasn't very, like, you are a very above board performer. Mm-hmm. You're a very organized performer. Did that come from working in Japan? Oh, God, no, absolutely no? not. <laughs> um, so I only shot for the one uh, company, but. Okay, um, right. We, in Australia, I find we have a much stronger uh, consent culture. Whereas, yes, like yes. Japan, it's kind of like, we've paid you for this, go and do it. Right, um, okay. Like, for example, one of the shoots, um, like, for example, if I go to do a shoot with uh, Charlie here, she'll say, okay, Leo, you're going to do A, B, and C with uh, D, F, and G. Right. Um, so, this is when we're doing, this is what you're doing. Are you good with this? I'm good with that. Awesome. Let's do it. In uh, Korea, they just, like, they took me to the location. And they're like, we got a surprise for you. Leo. I'm like, oh, okay, what's the surprise? Like, Obachan. And I'm like, oh, what's Obachan? And my Japanese is not good enough. I need to practice more. And we get there and it was an old lady. Um, and right. I was completely not ready for that. Um, I say old lady. She wasn't that old. I guess when you're really young, though, everyone above 30 is old. Yeah. Oh, no, she was like, she was in her 60s. But, oh, um, okay. <laughs> so, like, proper, proper grandma. So, yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was just like, yeah. Go. And I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, thankfully, actually, she was super nice. Uh, offset, we were able to, like, create some um, chemistry. Like, we have massages. And she actually went full, like, grandma mothery mode. Like, offset. She's like, oh, no. I was resting my head in her lap. She's like, giving me head. And I was like, this is so nice. And we, we got out there. And I was like, okay, th- now this is actually pretty easy. Like, she's created a really nice atmosphere. <laughs> But that's the thing is, like, I went in there and it was just like, yeah, we've paid you, go do this. And I had no idea that was coming. Right. Uh, whereas in Japan, I think I've been influenced a lot by working. The first company I worked with here in Australia was Light Southern through Michelle Flynn. I think. I didn't know you worked for Michelle. Uh, yeah. So I did uh, my first uh, scenes in Australia were with Michelle. Oh, me too. Yeah. She's, really, <laughs> she's really nice like that. And um, she really set me up for Australia, I'll say, in like teaching me talking about consent in Australia. And she also, I think she warned me a very strongly being a male performer uh, to be very careful with any of my touching on and offset. Yes. And basically just like, I think she put the fear of God into me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so I've gone from what I've learned from her, I've, made my own a little bit. Um, I've dialed back a little bit from what she used to say, simply because I like, I, I'm a very, what's the word? 
I like to talk. I like to joke around. I like to make friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, she, when I first started, talked about creating a very personal only boundary. I like to have friends. Yeah. But uh, that's just more my style. Yeah, I think my style, like I like to make sets that are light and fun. Yeah. Is how I like to operate. Mm. I think, like obviously staying professional, but I think if it's too clinical, I don't think anyone's going to get a particularly good performance. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I found that throughout the years as well because uh, I, at first I did have the fear of God put into me. Yeah. And so I found I'm becoming less clinical as time goes on and I'm becoming more comfortable with different people. It's like I had a really nice shoot uh, yesterday with um, Amity Rose. It was a collaboration and we're becoming more like friends. Like she comes over. Um, she also lets me practice my massage because I'm working on doing a massage uh, mini series. Right. And so, yeah, I get to practice my massage. We have a chat and then we go and do our shoot. Yeah. And it's like more two friends working together, but we still have a very strong uh, list of like what of our boundaries and um, which we don't cross, which yeah. is really nice. Whereas in the past, I might have been a bit more like, okay, you stand there. I stand here until we're ready. No, tu- no touchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think it's a much nicer set to be on for everyone if it does have, you know, a lightness to it. Mm. I try quite hard on my sets to not discuss anything particularly deep or heavy yeah. ever. <laughs> well, I did like very much the last shot, shoot that I did with you and Charlie, um, like uh, out in the countryside. Was yeah. We had such a cool vibe going between everyone. Everyone was friends. We all ate together. And yeah, I really liked that. Yeah, I really enjoy. I Yeah, I'm, I'm friends with a lot of performers that I work with. And I think... Like I come from a corporate background mm. and I'm very really? silly. Yeah, I used to work in marketing. I never would have guessed you would put corporate at all. Yeah, I I think when you're in the office with me, I think you can tell a lot more. Yeah. I run quite a tight ship on my <laughs> sets. I think performers don't know it. Yeah. But I do I do run a very strict organization in my in my office. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we all know you as the lube fairy now. I'm not a lube fairy. You're not a lube fairy. I, I no. actually thought about bringing like a little joke <laughs> gift, but I've been trying to find like a big 60 litre jug of lube. Oh my God, I'd love a 60 Sil- litre jug of lube. Silicon, of course, lube. for you. Yeah, obviously silicon. Yeah. Well, I like water-based, but I know how Yeah. <laughs> Useless. Yeah, but silicon ruin, ruins all my toys and oil degrades condoms, which leaves me only with water-based. Yeah, well, I guess condoms are not something that I use. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Actually, I, 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 do, I don't know. Let me know if this crosses, but I was listening to one of your other uh, other episodes where you talk about uh, like you went a bit lube, power hungry, we'll say, and you're trying 20 different things, and you're like, you filled a syringe of lube, and you're like, yeah, if I put this straight in my ass, I can just go straight to anal. <laughs> I was like, how did that not work? Because logically, I look at that, I'm like, that's a good plan. It is a good plan, yeah. It's like, in theory. but It is a good plan in theory. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> in theory. <laughs> okay, leave it there. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you need it on... on for, for first penetration, you need, uh, it, you need it on the dick. Uh, yeah, you know what? Actually, yep. Yeah. Okay. Once, once the dick's gone in and like pulled some of that lube out, yeah. then it's awesome. But you need you need extra lube for there we go for entrance. 
purposes. We, we had the whole theory was just missing that one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And on that, do you do anal? I can't remember. Um, I do give anal. Oh, um, yeah. Both like professionally and in my personal life. Although um, it can be hard for me to give anal to, we'll say, cisgendered women. Yeah. Um, I find I do have quite a large dick, and for many of them that can be more difficult. Uh, men and trans performers team to take it much easier. Yeah, well, it's much rougher anal sex as well with, um, yeah, dick having people. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. My first scene with Michelle actually was a with another trans performer named oh, yeah. Alexis Y. Oh, Alex, I can always get it wrong. Is it Alex Y or Alexis Y? I think she changes it depending on the Twitter handle and Instagram. <laughs> but uh, whatever's yeah. available, <laughs> exactly whatever's available. But uh, yeah, so that was a full anal scene as well. Yeah, I I can't remember who I was chatting to a while ago, but their husband is bisexual. And she was saying, and they have like an open relationship. And she was telling me that she doesn't have anal sex with him, whereas she has it with like on set Mm. because he fucks men in the ass quite roughly Mm. and can't translate that over to to, to her very well. It can be difficult. (laughs) Like, uh, it's like, it's a very different game almost. It's very interesting because it's not something that you think about very much. Mm. You think that, you know, a butthole is a butthole, a butthole, but it's it's not. <laughs> no, every butthole is a precious snowflake. I remember I shot a fisting scene with a trans performer called Danica Deep a while ago. Oh, I love Danica. Yeah, she's great. She's I, really sweet. We went axe throwing together once. Oh, really? Yeah, she, she's much better than me. <laughs> I enjoy how, like, very Aussie she yeah. is. I really, I really enjoy her. But she, like... Went from nothing to a fist like that. Yeah. Like there was no warm up. It just like slotted right in. And she has like quite a tight butthole. Yeah. I was very surprised. I was so I was thinking about that for a long time. After. <laughs> it's like you're laying in bed. It's like you're on your side. You're thinking your, your partner's like, are you okay? You're like, that ass. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> Where, how, how did it get so big from so little? <laughs> it's like a black hole. But then it goes down to a little one again. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's so incredible. Yeah, I, I would maybe consider bottoming one day, um, but I unfortunately do have some health issues. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which I have to uh, work out first. Yeah. So, it's yeah. also like, you know, a completely different kettle of fish. Yeah, very much so. But the the idea is interesting because it's... I, I, my thing is I like to experience everything. Yeah. Um, and it's something I haven't been able to experience yet. So it's up there. A friend of mine, he started dating this guy and both of them were tops mm. and it took them, I think a year until one of them bottomed. <laughs> they <laughs> just sucked each other's dicks all day and that's all they did. <laughs> I can just imagine they'd be like, all right, let's go and grind We need to get a bottom between us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So speaking of dicks. Yes. How do you keep your dick hard? Oh, very difficult. <laughs> difficult to leave. It's like, it's got, it's one of the hardest pun intended things in the industry. Um, because like you get out there, the camera is there. That makes you shy. Yeah. Um, sometimes you have had to be because you're so professional. You haven't really created the chemistry or comfortability, or you're not really comfortable yet with the other person. So your dick's just like, yeah, nah, 
Nah, bro. Uh, so, you know, you have your normal stuff like Viagra and stuff. Um, it's not always very effective, unfortunately. It also has a time limit. Um, I got introduced to a new one called Camagra. Is that the gel? Yeah, the jelly thing. We actually on set with you last yeah. time. Um, that seemed very uh, yeah. good. Um, I, it worked for him very well, uh, yeah. the other performer. Um, unfortunately, I don't know what worked for me that day because there was like a lot of things going together. <laughs> um <laughs> But, like, I find a thing that I'm working on mostly more than anything is getting into the right headspace. Yeah. And finding my arousal and holding onto that. And that can be a challenge when you're on set, you're with different people. And so, basically, at the end of the day, it's a, end of the day, it's a head game. Yeah. And you just have to keep yourself in the right headspace and try not to lose that while also trying not to think about it too much. Yeah, I worked with a male performer a few years ago who worked in the US as well for, you know, some big companies. And he mm -hmm. was, like, real crazy about, like, testosterone-boosting foods. Oh, yeah. And before he had a shoot, like, he'd drink, like, two litres of pomegranate juice and, like, the day before he'd eat, like, 12 fucking eggs or God, something. God, I would have to pee so badly. Yeah, he was, like, all about pomegranate juice and eggs and there's meant to be, like testosterone boosting foods he was super and he'd like work out i think the day yeah. of as well well i suppose like if if it was a physical problem that might actually help i don't know not a doctor yeah maybe i'll play a doctor one day but <laughs> um but if it's like for me and for most guys in porn it's just a mental thing so i don't know if that's gonna help very much it's a funny one like when i work with men they find that trans women have really... Like, the trans women I've worked with have had super hard dicks. Oh, really? For yeah. For me, it's been the exact opposite. Really? I don't know if I'm dobbing on myself here, but <laughs> maybe I'm just not that attractive. <laughs> no, you stop it. But, uh, no, I, f I found the um, the opposite. Like, it's... Uh, I found uh, some of them do struggle with remaining hard or coming. Oh, there you go. Uh, something to do with the hormones they've yeah, explained to me. Yeah, of course. Which, like, sounds just like a difficulty in that situation that they navigate really well. But yeah. if you've had a different experience, then yeah. Yeah, or maybe it's just the people. <laughs> yeah, maybe. See, um, well, there goes my theory. <laughs> well, for me, I definitely know it's a mental thing because uh, on our last shoot uh, we did... Um, so, like, we had so many things going on during the three-way scene. Like, it was raining, then trucks were coming and stuff. And I was also very cold and my penis was not working the way it And should. everyone was getting frustrated for mm. different reasons and we were shooting forever. But weirdly enough, the thing I found that helped me more than anything else, because I, did, I, I go back and I think through things like a playbook. Well, there was a point where everything was just fine. Yeah. Well, the thing I found helped for me... Um, is when Charlie bogged the car because for, my brain stops and goes, okay, this this is a problem <laughs> I can fix. I can focus on this. Step one, step two, step three, we get the car out, we're good. That's and really interesting. After that, I found like I was centered again. Like I'd, I'd solved a problem, ah. which helped me snowball into just like having a confident headspace. And then afterwards, we're just like, yeah, okay, we're good. Yeah. See, it's funny, like when I've worked with men, or, you know, or boy girls or whatever. Um, I found that, like, you need to be much more delicate with male performers mm. with your words, yeah. I guess. I think when 
they've been like with directing or anything, it's like really important to use only extremely positive language <laughs> at all times. I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, of the mental thing. Like if mm. you – it is a really delicate situation because like you said, like like I always thought before I started shooting quite a lot of boy-girl that Viagra was like a fail-safe, yeah. you know, drug. I, I think that's the way it's marketed. Unfortunately, it's not so much. Yeah. It does come with a few side effects. Um, yeah, it gives you quite a bad headache, doesn't it? It can, but weirdly enough, it's not giving me a headache anymore, which I don't know if that's a good thing. So maybe I'm just getting used to having Viagra now. So I yeah. am, for, at least for my collaborations, I'm trying to t- dial it back and only collaborate with people I'm very comfortable with. Right, so you don't need to use it every single time. Exactly, because just, you know, health-wise... Uh, I think it's one of those things that you kind of like get used to and have to double up and double up and double up until like you're yeah. in America injecting straight into your dick. And I never want to be there. Like I love porn. I don't love porn that much. <laughs> yeah. I can't see me injecting anything directly into my pussy skin. Except for lube. <laughs> yeah. But I don't have to like needle that <laughs> yeah. in. It's just like it's going to thing. <laughs> Do you mind if I grab a drink? Yeah, of course, of course. Make yourself comfortable. Mouth is just getting a little dry. (laughs) Yeah, go crazy. I do wonder about drinking lube. I wonder if that would be a good time. I imagine it wouldn't. I don't think so. I I feel like it would be like drinking oil. I think you'd be right for that. So uh, my friend's mother is Italian. And I remember being like a young boy. We'll talk about 16, 17 or something. And I don't know why she told us this, but she said, uh, if you ever need to drink a lot of alcohol, you should like drink a few shots of olive oil first. Oh my God. That's the most Italian thing I've ever heard yeah, of. Cause the, uh, the olive oil is apparently heavier, uh, or what? lighter. I don't know. One of them's <laughs> heavier or lighter. And so it keeps the alcohol from actually going through and um, absorbing too fast. So she's what? like, yeah, so you can drink it really fast and then go throw it up. What? And I was like, ah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so I shot, I did a shot of olive oil and I went, what? It's <laughs> also nope. like a pure, pure fat, isn't it? <laughs> it? It was pure fat, yeah. But yeah, she used olive oil for everything. She's like, yeah, you put it through your hair, you put it on your skin. Yeah. I, I suppose if we're older, she would have told us we could use it for lube. You absolutely can. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, that's why ancient Greece was so into olive oil. Yeah. For all their Greek anal sex. Good old Grace, you know, like we talk about conservative values sometimes. And, uh, <laughs> the pioneers. Yeah, let's go back to ancient Greece. <laughs> yeah, they just fuck each other in the ass all the time. It's the most manly oil. thing you could do. <laughs> what do you think is the main, obviously apart from erections, what do you think the main difference between, you know, male and female performers are um, in the Australian industry? Whoa. I'm trying to think of the most polite ways I can navigate this question. Um, I don't think you need to be particularly polite. I think we all, um, you know, I don't. I think we all know what we all yeah. mean. Well, the the industry can be very speculative sometimes, if that's the correct word. What, like, what do you, you mean have by like it? groups of people who create their groups? Oh, like clicky. Clicky, yeah, clicky's a good one for yeah. it. Yeah. So we can be very clicky, and um, yeah, I can see that. Being a male former and being accepted into clicks can be very difficult. Cause I can see that. We've got a lot of bad. Like history, I'll say. Like uh, historically, there's been a lot of bad guys. Yeah. And so, before being accepted anywhere, you do have to overcome the negative image that you are immediately given. Yeah. 
Whereas I find most uh, women tend to have automatically a positive image attached to them. Um, but well, I guess it's you're saying kind of like a guilty until proven innocent almost. Yes. Yeah, so, so guys, I feel like when you enter, you are guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. Whereas I feel it can be opposite for many women. Yeah, that I can see that. Being said, I don't live from their shoes. So maybe I'm just like the grass is greener. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I think there's absolutely a um, uh, a guard against, uh, not against, regard up to to male performers in Australia. Um, another thing is, as a male performer, I can find that my consent is can be not taken as important by the general community. Um, okay. I find on sets, it's everyone's usually actually really good. The people I've worked with, and usually a lot of directors have been wonderful, except for one company. Um, but everyone else has been really great, and usually, but like if, for example, if uh, you say you don't want to work with someone for some reason, yeah, you can get an entire like several message, like meter long message of like why don't you and you're a horrible person and whatnot. Whereas I find uh, if I was a female and if I say I don't want to work with A, B and C, I I believe I would hope that would be more acceptable. Yeah, okay. But maybe, you know, grass is greener. I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, I'm not not a performer, Mm. so I can't speak on that. But I do understand where you're coming from. I can imagine it would be, yeah... A very different vibe because there are so many creeps. <laughs> there are very many creeps. Yeah. yeah. Although something I really do like, um, so I don't work very much in um, in the gay community as much, but something I really love about the queer community in it is that there's a very open communication of, do you want to fuck me? Yes or no? Yeah. And yes or no is usually accepted very quickly. Yeah. So that in itself has made me sometimes think about moving a bit more towards the uh, gay scene, if I can. Yeah. Because um, I've primarily only shot straight porn up until this point. Yeah. I wouldn't... Like, it's funny, I think, the, the gay and straight porn communities are so separate. Yeah. Really. I, I don't know any gay company in Australia. I know um, that there there's are Bentley one. Race. I know it's, that's the only one I know. <laughs> yeah, I know that there are a couple, but I couldn't tell you yeah. what they are. But yeah, it's something like I do in my private life that I have not brought to porn yet. Also, there's you know the whole uh, what's the, I cannot think of my words today. <laughs> uh, it starts okay. with C. You know, um, are you thinking of the word cunt? No, is that what you're trying no, to that's say? That's not the word. It's not the word. I don't know any other words that start with C. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cute. Um, <laughs> No, um, like if you shoot gay porn, a lot of straight people still don't work with you. Is that is that a case? I've heard of that happening in a, in America, and I think that's changing a bit. Is that a case in Australia? Do you think? Um, it definitely is the case. Unfortunately, really? it is changing. Um, I have had some people uh, pull out shoots when I've mentioned that I have shot with trans performers. Really? Um, unfortunately, yes. I would not have guessed that in Australia. I thought that... It's not... I don't think know? it's as big as America, but yeah. I think we kind of copy a lot of things from America without thinking too deeply on it. I think you're right on that regard. That's really sad. Yeah. Oh, but that sucks. We're getting better. We're definitely getting better. Yeah. Yeah, that really sucks. Um, words... 
Um, wordy word words. I was going to ask you as well, how do you navigate as a male performer? Because you do a lot of OnlyFans stuff now, right? Yeah, I'm just getting straight back into it, actually. Yeah. So do you do more OnlyFans stuff than company stuff now? Um, so it's always been um, come in waves. Like sometimes I've only done OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, OnlyFans for me has never been too successful. Um, yeah. I just don't really... Like, there's a lot of factors into it. There's not just one thing. But um, I found it to always be very good advertisement for professional work. Uh, yeah. The studio will, like, see my trailers and just say, oh, hey, would you like to come on? Or, yeah, right. Uh, something I've been very fortunate with is other models would say, oh, yeah, we need someone. I would like this person's stuff. And then I'll be brought into that. It's how right. I met you, actually. And, uh, yeah. Girls at yeah, yeah, shoot. yeah. Um, yeah, so I've been very lucky with that. Um, so, uh, OnlyFans, like, um, I kind of did it very heavily for a while and like, I got to the like top percentage. I was like, oh, this has gone really well. And then they, uh, did me a little bit dirty and deleted my account, oh. uh, for very vague reasons. And so I was like, oh, never again. Yeah. And then lockdown hit. I was like, oh, you know, I probably like. Put <laughs> now, my- again. <laughs> yeah, now again. Now <laughs> again. I need money. <laughs> um, yeah. So I did that. And then when I left Australia, I kind of kept my stuff up and I got called like a passive income because I'm not working on it anymore. Yeah. And then when I came back, I was only trying to do only professional shoots for a while. Yeah. Um, but now that I'm situating back in Australia, I like to jump between the two because I find I can't rely on one. To always work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, so yeah, just basically sometimes it's OnlyFans, sometimes it's a studio shoot. We don't have as many studios as uh, America. Oh, no, you can't do it full time. Yeah. (laughs) Especially as a male performer. (laughs) Yeah. Unless you start your own website or something. Yeah. Like uh, some other performers have done. But even that, it's a huge commitment. Absolutely. And very expensive. Yeah. It's, you know, that whole business thing of like five years to make a profit, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I don't know if I have the strength and like I, I, I burn out every now and then. So yeah. if you have all your eggs into that basket, you're not allowed to burn out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I Like I have been on three pretty long holidays, which sounds very bougie of me since I've worked in porn mm. and all of them been like, you know, between four and six weeks long. Um, to go visit family overseas and each time I've gone like over a month without looking at porn I come back and I'm like oh it's actually really nice not looking at porn for a month <laughs> I, I get similar things so I'm like I'm like no nah, I, I can't do this for a while then I'll come back though and I'll be like oh you know what I want to do this now. yeah um, and yeah that's uh once again I always keep coming back to the last shoot we did with Charlie um I find that really reignited my passion for creating. Awesome. Um, it, it, like, sure, the shoot did have difficulties, but it was one of the best and funnest things I've ever done. I'm oh, so, so happy of it. nice. Uh, I was just so happy with the way it turned out. Like me and my girlfriend watched the watched the thing on the website now. Was it um, well-directed? It was say? very well-directed. Was it well-shot, would you say? I, I would say that the director shot it very well, but also that they had a lot of flexibility because like... When things went wrong and we had to move inside, well, I love watching Finn's interview because it's like this scene where he's being talking about sex and we just hear in the background, ah! <laughs> and it's you like <laughs> tipping water out of a table. and <laughs> yeah. So it's like, thing, you, you, everyone was very flexible. 
and it yeah. worked so well. And I, for someone like yourself who likes to be in control of every little thing you were saying, yes. I think you did so well. <laughs> Thank you, Leo. That's really lovely. But, um, yeah, so that really ignited my passion for creating again. And since that shoot, I started OnlyFans full-time again. Oh, not oh, full-time, cool. but, like... Putting more effort into yeah, it. Yeah, putting, like, significant amount of effort into it now. And cool. it is paying off, thankfully. Excellent. Do you find that there is a pretty big pay disparity between male performers and lady performers? Uh, like in professional or in OnlyFans? Professional. Oh, I guess um, both. Actually, uh, Professional depends heavily on the company. Um, for example, I don't really know what every female performer is paid. Yeah. But I find when I was shooting for uh, Girls Out West or for um, Charlie, it was like a fair pay. Whereas I've had other companies who, like, the males are paid, like, <sighs> like uh, the first shoot's like, oh, yeah, this is a trial shoot to make sure you can do it. And oh, then they're like, okay. now we're going to give you $100. So it's like... Oh, I know what company you're yeah, talking $100, about. excuse me? It's like, how much are they being paid? <laughs> yeah, I know I know how much the, yeah, the female performers so, get paid for that company so as well. for that company, it's like, I don't think anyone really gets the, the high five they deserve, but... Uh, there is a disparity. Disparity. Yeah. I can't say that word. Yeah, the uh, the female performers for that site you're mentioning mm. get paid um, higher than almost. A, oh, actually, yeah, higher than any company I've worked for. Right. Oh, there you go. Um, whereas in um, like your own OnlyFans and stuff, I do find women do make a lot more money, but it's also because. That's who like the primary buyer is always usually going to be straight men. Yeah. And they don't want to talk to a guy, usually. They want to talk to her. And so when they buy the OnlyFans, it's their way of communicating and opening a channel to be able to communicate with the model. And yeah, okay. so obviously they're going to make more money. Well, so. I think that's the thing as well, isn't it? Like porn is the only industry where women get paid more than men or Good the sex that. industry. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like male OnlyFans accounts, like I know... The only male OnlyFans account I know that like earns like bank is um, a new one that's popped up recently. It's called the Girth Master. The Girth Ma- and he's he got a gigantic a cock. cock. Yeah. Uh, Huge. Like yeah. a wine bottle penis. Yeah. No, that's, it's genuine. It's popped up on my Twitter feed. It's yeah. genuinely impressive. Like good for him. Oh, I would love to shoot him, but I'd also love to interview him because I do wonder how the fuck he maintains an erection without passing out. Well, that, but like just, it must take a toll on sex life because I can't fuck everyone I meet. Like mm. sometimes I'll go on a date, everything's going fine and then... I whip out my dick and it's just not going to happen. Um, Absolutely. I've I've met a couple of gentlemen in my personal life who we've just, just, just not going to work. Yeah. And, just can't do it. <laughs> but he is significantly thicker than me, which is I impressive. Saw, yeah. He's got a fucking monster cock. Yeah. Like good for him and his monster cock. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love watching girls like, str- like I think the, the performer in the US is called, his name's Dread. Dread, yeah. And he's a, a big African-American man with like, oh my God, it's like a third leg. It's enormous. No one has vaginal sex with him because it's too fucking big. <laughs> but I love, I love watching videos of like girls trying to suck a gigantic cock that can't really fit their mouth around. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just think it's so fun. I just love it. Good for you. <laughs> 
Actually, I, I that reminds me of like the first time we're doing like the uh con- just just this talk just remind me of, like the first time we're doing a chat about consent. He just like, how do you feel about rimming? <laughs> it was like with this big smile. <laughs> well, you gotta get you gotta know these things. Yeah. Um, do you find as well, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm just talking about your dick. <laughs> it's okay. It's a male performance. Like, <laughs> it is 90% of what we're here for. Yeah. Do you find like, do you come too fast or do you find that you don't come at all? Um, it depends on a lot of things. Like usually the comfortability with the person and if I've taken uh, medication like, um, Viagra, there we go, words. Does it stop you from coming, Viagra? Unfortunately, I find it does for me, or it makes ah, it very difficult to come. What a um, nasty side exactly. effect. Exactly. It's like, we're going to get you hard, so you have 50% of the job done. Yeah, get you hard as a fucking rock. Exactly. So, like, sometimes I'll just be come on! And I was, like, beating my meat like it owes me money, and it just, nothing is going to happen. It's just, like, it feels like things have closed up somewhere. It's like, there's a valve closed somewhere. But, um, whereas like, uh, sometimes like I usually, I'm not very easy to make come just in general. Right. I, I like to like fuck for and hard for a long time, but, uh, every now and then, like, uh, I was shooting the other day and I was like, stop, stop, stop. Like, no, we're not, we're not here yet. I was like counting backwards from 10 in my head. It's like, but that's very rare, but it can happen. <laughs> I know someone who thinks about chairs Chairs. to stop themselves from coming on set. And they think of chairs and they think of a chair and they think of how the chair was made and they go through each step of making the chair and it works them really well. I feel like that might make me soft though. (laughs) (laughs) So I have like, I just feel like, okay, 10, 9, 8, 7. If I I go for too long, I just know I'm not going to be able to stay up again. Yeah. 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 You thought about chairs too hard. Yeah, it's like... I wonder where that that cross and that chair there and that beam. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it works super well for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He'll just go to his chair place. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll start thinking about porcelain. I've, I've gone, because I'm living in yeah. uh, France for a long time. They've, they've got like a big porcelain community in Limoges. And so I've like, I've seen so many museums. <laughs> I'm just like, I can probably talk about this. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, I think, when you live in Europe, how it gets to a point where... Every old town is the same, and every church yeah. is the same. <laughs> every town has a church and a bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've traveled through Scandinavia quite a few times now because really? my family all live there. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me about that. And I think my enthusiasm for a Viking museum is is waning. Slowly waning. <laughs> well, so that's something I'd love to do more is this yeah, I would like to work and travel. Um yeah. I'm someone who really wants to experience everything and just enjoy things and well obviously share it with my audience as well and if I can do this and make money and travel and live my dream it's the best cuz I'm going to I know I'm going to Denmark for a month in June and it'll just be so nice if I could find ways to travel and work and then come back to Australia and keep working. I can tell you with like full confidence, there's no porn being made in Denmark. <laughs> I, yep. I, I, I checked. There were three studios um, who were actually huge, but had all been shut down by the time I got there. Yeah. Um, I did find one other performer who was from the <laughs> States and over there. Um, we didn't end up uh, shooting because I've run out of time, but um, 
Very nice person. <laughs> lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of porn in Budapest and Budapest. Prague, though. Yes. Like, all the American companies are in Prague now. Yeah. And all the European companies are in Prague. Uh, I'm I'm more leaning towards Japan than Europe yeah. itself. But, uh, like, my, my goal in life, I guess, is if I had a partner who was also a content creator and we had really nice chemistry, like, that's already the golden triangle, but... If we yeah. could just travel and fuck and film that. That would be really nice. Uh, like, but I, I, I'm worried, like, we may burn out and, like, sex would become a job. But at the same time, it'd be a great job to have and yeah, but you get to travel. Yeah, I think sex, like, with your partner always will go through peaks and valleys, you know. That's true. That's very true. Sex with your partner does get boring sometimes and then it goes back to being awesome. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, probably the same. Especially like when you like travel and like you've been apart for like three months and you meet each other again and you're just like, hi. Yeah, that's great sex. I haven't yeah. been apart from my partner for longer than a week in the last like 10 years. But oh, wow. I imagine it would be really good sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful sex. We are very codependent. <laughs> so... Before we go, I have a couple of questions that I like to ask all my guests. Yeah. And I already know the answer to one of them for you and could tell you with confidence what you can say, but I won't because it's... Oh. I, anyway, I just won't. So question number one, what do you think the main difference between the Australian and the American industry is? Um, well, for one, Americans much larger. Um, I do find they have more of like a pure gonzo style i think it's called yeah whereas like australia doesn't really uh we're more like pro amateur amateur pro am pro am that's pro-am. the word that's the word yeah we're like pro am where it's like we have many different body types we have many different styles and everyone's kind of doing their own thing and doing their best yeah um yeah whereas america is more like we have a recipe and it works yeah that's a good way to put that actually and if someone wanted, if a man mm-hmm. wanted to enter, in, blah, 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 if a man wanted to enter the Australian industry, mm-hmm. where would you point him? Would you point him to sending random women Instagram messages from a faceless account? Uh, definitely. I would say <laughs> get onto Instagram, make your profile picture a picture of your hairy cock. And then just send random messages to people. Copy paste too. Don't make. Oh, absolutely. Copy paste. Yeah. Copy paste. <laughs> like get their name wrong. That's important. <laughs> if you get the name correct, they're going to think you're desperate. But uh, yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah. So definitely don't do that. Um, start, I would say, make yourself known by your own work first. So do a bit of personal work, do some tasteless photos of yourself, make your own OnlyFans and just kind of do your own thing until you're accepted by the community and then be very polite. Yeah. And I think brownie points for showing your face. There's only so many POVs we can do. (laughs) Actually, it's very weird because I'm like one of the like, I'll say 10 guys who show their faces and... Or less. But um, I'm getting so many requests for POV lately. Uh, like people just saying, "God, I'm so <laughs> bored of POV from men." <laughs> oh, everyone just like I, I suppose maybe it's just the guys just like we want to see what you see. I'm yeah. like, uh, oh yeah, I, I I like I like having myself in it. I'm very proud of my face and my body. <laughs> I work hard for this. But. So I am doing a little bit of more POV now, but uh. I'll keep that in mind. God, I'm so bored of it. I'm so <laughs> bored of it. And I hate shooting it as well. Yeah. I'm so bored of it. You shoot POV? 
Oh, like, I've shot. Do you just like hold it over the shoulder or something? Kind of like give him a little cuddle from behind. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I do really like it when I'm shooting POV and the dude, like I had some dude the other day. Oh, it was a few months ago now. But it was very funny because he, I could feel exactly how hard he was trying not to come because yeah. <laughs> he had these like shakes, <laughs> and my camera was going. <laughs> In that moment, do you feel powerful? <laughs> I did. I was like, "Oh, you're having a nice time." <laughs> and what do you think is the main selling point of Australian porn? Sorry, I'm having a think. You have a think. So, yeah. You have a long, hard think. Pun intended. Yeah, a long erect thunk. Long erect thunk. I think it's authenticity. Yeah. Like, um, because we're much smaller, we don't have as many studios, so there's no set recipe as other places have. And we're kind of all doing our own thing and doing the best we can at it. We're not... It's like... uh, It's like we're all making our own alcohol kind of thing or we're all making our own wine. Sometimes it doesn't turn out the best, but you can tell everyone has their own flavour. Wouldn't it? What a, an elegant way to say that. <laughs> Being in, when, you, when you go through Europe a lot, like France, you're yeah. like, everyone makes their own side. Or everyone like went to, um, what's that country called? Why can't I think of countries and words right now? So this That's is how okay. it feels for my penis on set. It's like, <laughs> quick think. It's your new like himbo uh, persona. Oh yeah, I'm a himbo now. <laughs> um, okay, well I can't think. It's Eastern Europe, and everyone over there makes their own um, like grapper and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like two of the guys who Bulgaria. There we go. Yeah, two of the guys. They both went home and they come back to Sweden where we were, and they'd always have like their bottles of like grappa and. Just say, oh, this is delicious. Oh, this is also you're you're definitely plum. This has got something else. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but yeah. And my last question, which is the one that I absolutely know the answer to. Are we gonna ask who my crushes are? No. <laughs> what is your dream shoot, but also who would star in it? <sighs> you're gonna say vampires. I know you're gonna say vampires. Nah. Really? Oh, the vampires are there. Like, that is a dream shoot. Like, that's a true... I truly, truly want, like, the whole, like, Dracula scene where it's, like, the three wives of Dracula feasting on me. Like, that's my happy place. But if I have a dream shoot, unlimited budget... Yeah, unlimited budget. Yeah, we're talking, like, Lord of the Rings with fucking... Oh, my God, you're such nerd. Yeah, so, like, we do, like, epic sword battles. There's going to be elves. Oh, my God, you're such a nerd. Everyone's going to be fucking... Who stars in it? Okay. Yeah, i got to put Charlie as a warrior. She's, Charlie Ford. Yeah, she's got to be in there. Uh, Lainey Day, definitely, because I, I'm, like, since meeting her on set, like, just crushing so hard on her. Oh, yeah, I've she's, permanently been crushing on Lainey Day. Yeah. It's amazing. I think we all have crushes on Lainey. Yeah. Um, everyone I've worked with at the moment. Caleb, who I met on set last time, Caleb actually, Arcane. Yeah, he's super nice and, like, it's meeting other guys in the industry who are nice without ego clashing is so good yeah so yeah chuck him and finn in there so yeah i don't know if i have enough men so we're gonna probably have to have a lot of females (laughs) (laughs) you're like like, i'll have all my dude bros yeah we don't have but we just don't have many male performers (laughs) so i don't know how to populate lord of the rings i'll have three straight men (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay so it's like the three straight men traveling through lord of the rings world just Fucking their way from A to B to put. Them but who in were they? Thing. Okay, but they're fucking Charlie and Lainey. Yeah, 
Charlie, Lainey. Um, I'd love to have... Uh, so, my friend who I've been working with lately, Amity. Yeah. So, like, we have a real good thing going. So, I think she'd be great in it as well. Amity Rose. Okay. Um, oh, it's just... You've put me on the spot. And there's so many names. And I just can't think of them now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's leave it at okay. that. Okay. But there's a, there's one performer from America who I have the hugest crush on for like, the last time. Tell me. Year. So, Daphne Dare. Oh, I don't she, know who that is. She looks exactly like uh, Michelle Sarah Kellogg's Gella. Like Buffy. From like back in the oh, day. Oh, okay. And ever since I saw it, I'm What's just like, vibe? such a crush. <laughs> so before we go, because we're just about out of time, mm-hmm. do you have anything you'd like to plug and where can we find you if we want to ask mm-hmm. you on a weird set if you would like to do weird Korean porn that's not actually porn? Okay. Well, Twitter is always great. What's um, your Twitter? Twitter is Leo Logan Ambers, not Leo Ambers because... Embers? Yeah, or embers, like fire, like uh, Charmander's first attack. <laughs> E-M-B-E-R-S. Uh, so, yeah, you can get me on Twitter and Instagram, although Instagram does not like anything at all, at all so probably Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get me on my email, which is just leoambers at protonmail.com. And, yeah, Twitter's usually the best place. If you want to see all the fun things I get up to, OnlyFans or Minivids... Um, until many vids brings back a way to pay Australian performers with a direct deposit, though, you probably won't see too much of me there. <laughs> What's your OnlyFans? Uh, Leo Embers at, uh, just, yeah, OnlyFans slash Leo Embers, I guess it is. Cool. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> hopefully you can edit out my awkward brain farts. I my, shan't. My himbo personality. I absolutely <laughs> shall not. Fine, then I will just like, I'll f- from now on I'm a himbo. Yeah, this episode's going to be called Leo Embers. <laughs> himbo in himbo. training. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so so much. It's been a pleasure, Leo, and I'm sure I'll see you again soon. Hopefully. See you soon, Pash. Bye.